If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This administration is not enforcing the law, and they're encouraging more and more illegal immigration. This is going to turn a crisis into a catastrophe. We're going to have more crime, and the Biden administration is not going to change. Are they incompetent? Or is this intentional? None of the president's positions on this make any sense to me, uh, un- unless I view it from the per- perspective of, well, maybe he wants this to happen. I mean, nobody is this incompetent, right? So that was Senator Langford, Senator Portman outgoing, Senator uh, Rick Scott and Senator Kennedy, uh, three of the four sticking around. And they just can't believe the incompetence. Will Kane is here. Will, no one has to tell you about the border. You just spoke to one of our, uh, it wasn't our reporter, but a reporter on the border in Arizona. This is leading even somebody who, uh, uh, someone who wants to think the best to think this has to be intentional. Jorge Ventura of the Daily Caller this morning on Fox and Friends showed us live footage right there at approximately, what is Arizona, three hours behind right now. So it was approximately three in the morning with Four or five hundred people just in line into the darkness of the middle of the night. People from Peru, people from Russia, people from Cuba. Here's what I find fascinating. The problem has been undeniable for a while, Brian. The, the chaos has been undeniable for a while. Why now for the first time are we beginning to see the lack of a denial from Democrats? What do you think has changed? You are starting to hear Democrats go. You are starting to see MSNBC and CNN go – Wow, we got a problem at the southern border. Why now? What is what has changed that they all of a sudden now can recognize reality? Well, the the easy answer is Title Forty Two. Um, I think it really began to change when we started shipping, uh, busing the illegal immigrants into the major cities and the Martha's Vineyards when the when everything hit the fan. But they didn't cover it the right way. They said, how dare these Republicans send them in there? These are people being manipulated. They just trying to skim the surface on the issue. And I imagine sooner or later we got to look at it. Now there's no election to worry about. So that's why I hope that some of these politicians would, number one, do what they said they were going to do to get reelected. And the other ones would say, I don't have to worry about being elected. Uh, Now I'm not up and I'm just going to do the right thing. And that's Veronica Escobar said this on MSNBC, Cut 29. I share your your feeling of frustration and the need for more urgency, and I want to see that, uh, starting with the White House. Should the president be here, do you think? I think absolutely the president should be here, and I think um, everyone should be here. That's a Democrat. So I'm going to tell you a roundabout story that I think for some reason means something to me. I was at a Christmas party here in New York City two weeks ago. I lived in New York City for 15 years. I now live in Texas, my home state. And I was at this Christmas party, and we were talking about – we were just roughly talking about the death of Sports Illustrated's soccer writer, Grant Wall. Uh, Grant died suddenly in the stands at the World Cup. Grant had been a critic of – 44. 44, maybe 47, 48. I feel like we were roughly the same age. But he uh, had been critical of the Qatari government, their policies on LGBT issues, and he died suddenly. And at that time – 
including members of Grant Wall's family, they had been very critical and suspicious of his manner of death. That led people out there in the world just to talk about this in a speculative manner. And here I was at this Christmas party, and people were talking about, could there be like, you know, a super secret intelligence agency with like a, a lotion you could brush past somebody that subsequently causes them to have a heart attack within half an hour? Like what happened to the North Koreans. Remember the North Korean half-brother of Kim Jong-un? So people in this casual environment are totally comfortable speculating irresponsibly on what some could term conspiracy theorist level manners of death. And then I say this, I never can discount the vaccine. Now, the thing about the vaccine is there is scientific data that shows there is such thing as vaccine injury. And specifically, there is vaccine injury when it comes to this, de- this, this particular COVID vaccine. The question isn't whether or not that exists. The question is to what extent. How prevalent? What is the risk? And every responsible human being should run a risk-reward calculus. The minute that I mentioned that, oh, well, it was as though that conspiracy was a bridge too far. Right. They were totally willing to accept the potential for the murder of an American journalist through super-secret means until any question of the vaccine was brought up. Now, why am I bringing up the vaccine? You're talking about immigration. Only certain levels of information reaches your average person. There's just too much. There's just too much going on in life, and that's not a bad thing. You know, they have their own life to take care of. The point I'm getting at is all that's ever broken through to them on the vaccine is it's perfectly safe, and if you dare question it, you're a conspiracy theorist. When it breaks through to them the issue of illegal immigration, their mindset has been, and I would suggest is today, well, that's just – it's a nothing burger story. It's stuff driven by Fox. It's no, there's nothing going on at the southern border that's out of the ordinary. I don't think your average – at least liberal American voter, recognizes this problem. And therefore, it is significant, perhaps, that Democratic politicians and media outlets are beginning to acknowledge this problem because you can't overstate the extent of the problem, the problem for our welfare state, the problem for our culture, the problem for our national security. Yeah, I just think to how many stories, if you're CNN, do you ignore on a daily basis? And with January 6th trial coming to an end, they're like, uh, we got a lot of dead air. You got that test pattern ready? There is, by the way, a catastrophe on our southern border that's destroying a lot of southern states, including a Democratic-run state called El Paso. We and they've converted this- two schools in a convention center just for the house to homeless. We interrupt this ongoing coverage of Donald Trump to announce that we have just hit a record high number of illegal immigrants that's crossed in the past fiscal year. It's incredible. I mean, I, I'm outraged. Like when I see this as a talking point uh, for Fox and Friends, I know why we're doing it. But it's, a, it's frustrating the minute it starts. It's the same story. I know. I do feel a little bit different now because it's so bad and Title 42 is, would be such – so horrendous. And by the way, the subtitle to sub- Title 42 is we're not enforcing it. For, for the most part, they say we're only stopping a certain amount of people. We are not going the letter of the law like Trump was on Title 42, which means go back. There was a pandemic unless you're an unaccompanied minor or some extenuating circumstances. So, Brian, I'm like you. When I see illegal immigration show up in the wheel of Fox and Friends, there's a little bit of me that feels like I've done this story hundreds of times. And it's because we have done this story hundreds of times because it goes unaddressed for years. But for me, Brian, it is connected to so many other issues that immediately you have to recognize and say, no, how important is this to do once again? I'll tell you, just anecdotally, Brian, Yeah. in the past month, I know a guy that died of fentanyl poisoning, thought he had bought a Xanax over the internet, which he should not have been doing. He did not overdose on an opioid. 
he was poisoned by fentanyl, as were 107,000 Americans in this past year, connected to illegal immigration. We know the numbers of people that are on the terror watch list. This should be enough. This should be the end of the story right here. We know the numbers of people on the terror watch list that make their way into the across the southern border buried in that two million. That's a reason to pay attention to this story. And I think and I think Tucker Carlson does a good job of highlighting this. The massive cultural shift of the United States of America by all of a sudden bringing in millions of people who do not share our language, our background in a haphazard and chaotic manner has long term ramifications for the future of the United States. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, right now we're uh, we have historic numbers of people crossing, and they not they did not give us the November numbers. Why haven't they given us the November numbers yet? That is absolutely insane. So the number of people coming in, overwhelming communities. Then when you see the shots by Congressman Gonzalez, remember the big thing with Donald Trump. Look at how overcrowded it is, how untenable and how uns- unsavory and in- inhumane those conditions are. So then Gonzalez comes out. It's worse than Trump ever had. A ability, a a place built for a thousand has four thousand people in it. A bunch of people sitting there in makeshift blankets, just on the floor. One bathroom for all these people. So where is the outrage there? The media so, turned its attention to the border. Off the top of my head, on the mainstream media, the mass, the mass swath of mainstream media. Right. Turned its attention to the border on two occasions off the top of my head. One, what you just described, when it was an opportunity to villainize Donald Trump. And two, when it was an opportunity to villainize Border Patrol agents for a quote-unquote, falsely of course, whipping Haitian migrants. That's the two times I can remember that you would have seen this story show up, for example, on CNN. So look at this. uh, The migrant encounters under Trump versus Biden. For 2020, there was 458,000 encounters. We don't know how many left. For 2022, 2,378,944. You know what they say? One of the reasons is there's there's migration everywhere. There's a lot of uh, unrest everywhere. So that's what Mayorkas is saying, which is totally not true. I mean, you have a situation where a border, they do, we're told, if you, it's now's the time to come in. So listen to this. Martha Raddatz asked this question. She sits at the border talking to Governor Abbott, and she asked this question to Governor Abbott. Open borders. I don't think I've ever heard President Biden say, we have an open border. Come on over. But people I have heard say it are you, our former President Trump, or Ron DeSantis. That message reverberates in Mexico and beyond. It was known from the time that Joe Biden got elected that Joe Biden supported open borders. Uh, It is known uh, by the cartels who have sophisticated information whether or not the Biden administration is going to enforce the immigration laws or not is known across the world, but most importantly, known among the cartels. So she actually blames the people who are commenting on the accuracy of the chaos at the border. You're saying open borders. How maddening is it? Guess what? I watch all the Sunday shows. And all of them had the same talking points. But the press has the same as the Democrats. What a pathetic excuse for journalism. There is a war going on for your mind. I promise you we are in information warfare. This is an example. So let me get this straight. President Biden hasn't declared this an open border. It doesn't matter his actions. He's never said we have an open border. That's, that's all that matters. Therefore, we don't have an open border, according to Martha Raddatz. Worse yet. Not unlike Karine Jean-Pierre. If you point out reality, if you notice someone's actions and point out reality, you're participating in misinformation. That's what Karine Jean-Pierre had to say. And 
you are in league with the Mexican drug cartels. So if you point out the reality, if I point out the reality that you have created, I'm responsible for the negative repercussions of that reality. That's what she's trying to say. It's in, insanity. How dare – I mean I was offended by that question, and I'm flipping around and go, there it is again. There's another comment. That's <laughs> what you got. So somebody had the we – used we used to say it's on the facts. Everyone had the same facts, uh, F-A-X. Uh, but now, you know, so everyone's like, okay, here are your talking points. And I remember um, I was doing a Sunday show, Chris Wallace's show, and I never did it before. And I got a call from a member of the White House. And say, here are the top three issues you're most likely to be asked. I just want you to be, I just want you to know what we think. You could say whatever you want. I just want you to know our stand on these major issues. He didn't try to tell me what to say. I don't mind. You want to tell me what the White House stands? So when you ask me my opinion, when Chris Wallace asked me my opinion on something, all I could say, or Chris Wallace's question is inaccurately describes the White House's policy, I'll say, well, according to the White House, they didn't do it that way, and I'll read it. And I'll say the White House, so I, that gives me a perspective on where you're coming from. That's nothing wrong with you have a communications department uh, letting people know what goes on, just to get your perspective. But for you to reiterate it and digest it and do the work for them, to me, is laziness. Do you think, is there a fountainhead of this, of, of the talking point? So we all can notice it. You just have to step back for a moment. You say, wow, look at the proliferation of language in a short period of time. Terms you'd never heard of all of a sudden are everywhere, right? Non-binary goes from non-existent to everywhere you look in like a year and a half time yeah, frame. Yeah, yeah. But we could do this on any number of issues, on a number of words, and on a number of talking points. Like, for example, I'm going to give you one. This one I found fascinating. Um, did you notice like this? So this is a couple of weeks old. Hunter Biden's laptop story was dismissed as conservatives wanting to see naked pictures of Hunter Biden, right? So if you'll go on to Twitter or wherever – they're going to use more colorful language than I'm using, blank pics of Hunter Biden. It's everywhere. So if you say the FBI censored or Twitter censored Hunter Biden story, you're going to see the talking point of, there you are again, you're into your nude pics of Hunter Biden. Where did that come from? I don't know. Obviously, it's, look, we, I don't even want to play defense if it's about corruption, yada, yada. I just want to know, where's the fountainhead of that talking point? Right. Does that come from the White House that disseminates into the New York Times, Washington Post, and then onto Twitter, and then to every lefty that leans on Twitter? They all start echoing the same thing? Where does it begin? What's well, the fountainhead? I will, I will say this. I think it comes from the White House and the communications division there. And I will say, did you notice this? When, I, when it was time for a question and answer, they call on Yahoo News. And when he asked the question, these are the most benign questions possible. And the question he uh, – Joe Biden looked at him, looked down and answered the question. The answer was written on the page. And I'm going, what is he reading? I'm like, did you guys just script this? Not only is he reading who to call on because, you know, Zelensky just said like this. He's reading who to call on, Yahoo News. He read the answer. I do believe there's a big script going on there. But and Republicans, if you think that there's a script going on, you have not been watching the battle for speakership uh, that no one's reading that script because they just look terrible. Uh, Will Kane's here. One more segment uh, back in a moment. Precise, personal, powerful is America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Get Fox weather updates throughout your busy day every day. Subscribe and listen now at FoxNewsPodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 
out of the gates and ready to go. Hey, it's Hutton Withrow. Hot Mike is here on the Outkick Network. We've got your afternoon covered with the latest sports discussion, and it's available wherever you find your audio. Daily analysis and news. He is hot. I am Mike. Actually, my <laughs> name is Chad. His name is Jonathan, but you get the picture. We're going to bring it every single day. Whatever you want to call us, we'll respond to. We just want you to respond to what we're dishing out every day. And while you're here, we hope you'll subscribe to the podcast, like, subscribe, and share. Your money is not charity. It's an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. Russia, Russia could stop its aggression, really, if it wanted to, but you can speed up our victory. And that was President Zelensky yesterday. Will Kane here. Will, we've got a a few minutes left. First, uh, on your podcast, uh, how do we get it? Foxnewspodcast.com, Apple, Spotify, and often in-depth on YouTube. Right, you'll go 45 minutes, right, so you get more into-depth. But in the few minutes we have here... Uh, do you think it was an effective speech? What do you, and we never saw anything quite like that. A guy really in battle, battle uniform comes in. He's gone already, uh, addresses it, says, I can't win without you, but I am fighting. I'm, my battle is your battle. I saw someone point this out. In fact, it was the guy that follows you on radio, Jimmy Fallon, pointed out, let's not be too hard on Zelensky showing up in a sweater. It's very possible that his luggage was stolen by a member of the Biden administration. It's hysterical. How great is that? That's so funny. Yeah. It's really good. Right. Um, we can't do this in the limited time that you and I have together. But, for example, in one of the past episodes of the Will Kane podcast, you and I had a conversation. It's one that should be ongoing, coming from different sides and spectrums of the conflict, the war in Ukraine, and the role of the United States of America. I don't do this gratuitously. I, I truly respect your position, how invested you are in not just I'm talking about emotional investment, but I'm talking about intellectual investment you've given into understanding this issue from start to finish. Right. And I try to be as self-aware as possible. I just told you in the commercial break, I don't want to be a reactionary. I don't want to react. Just because I know the same person flying a trans flag is flying the Ukrainian flag isn't the reason I should find my position. Brian, um, I have had trouble coming to the logical conclusion, and people that I respect like yourself, and you just shared some perspective with me a moment ago, that the, the fate of Western civilization rides on making a stand in Ukraine, that Vladimir Putin has the A, will, and B, ability to roll through Europe should he win in Ukraine. I've had com- trouble coming to that same conclusion and therefore this existential threat that is the war in Ukraine. So and then therefore what's worthy of an American investment, right? And I also understand the argument made by Dan Crenshaw and others. What could be better? Spend money, don't spend blood. And you tie up one of your global adversaries in a quagmire. I want to know how much money how length of time and what potential outcome is worthy of the American investment. I think a conversation you and I should have here or on my podcast features, what is an acceptable outcome? Gotcha. Uh, A lot of people think get Crimea back, uh, make the country whole again, or just push them back. We'll see. Thanks, Will Kane. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.